excellent movie adventures with your host, me. That's right, Zach. I'm taking over this podcast right now. You know, <laughs> I would like to do a greeting one time. You, you say it like every other week. I haven't done one for like four weeks. That's not true. You guys don't let me say greetings anymore. Because we don't like your intro. <laughs> How do you know I was going to do that intro? Excellent movie adventures! Welcome to Excellent Movie Adventures. <laughs> you thought I had you. <laughs> All right, with your hosts, <laughs> me, Pickle, I pick them, and they stickle, and Zach, Ariathy, and Tomas. I don't know how I feel about being a stickle. <laughs> I, I hope Liz puts both of those introductions on there. I'm sure she will. <laughs> she will. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, did you guys watch anything fun this week? We're good? Ooh, I did. I watched. Oh crap! Was that good? <laughs> why? How did I just forget it? Well, while you're thinking about it, I've been just continuing to watch King of the Hill. Yeah, and that show is awesome. It's so <laughs> good. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. And if you have seen it once or you don't remember it being that great, you should revisit it because it is that great and it's so worth your time. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. Good really good. Well, Zach, I can't even buy you time. I've been busy this week. I haven't been able to watch anything. I actually only didn't even watch most of the movies we're supposed to talk about. I've seen them enough. I can talk about them, though. What have you been doing? Moving stuff out of my grandparents' house. Ah, oh, touche. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it down. You're welcome. Uh, I figured it out. All right. What was it? The Whole Nine Yards. Oh, okay. That's a good movie. That's a good one. I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. And it was on the other day. Recorded it and watched it. I actually really like it. You recorded it? Like yes. with a VCR? On my DVR. DVR. Oh, okay. DVR. That makes more sense. Yes. <laughs> you say, wake up, old man. <laughs> this is the future. <laughs> <laughs> that and finished The Hobbit and started part one of Fellowship of the Rings. Hmm. So you watched one good movie and then you watched two bad movies and now you're going to watch a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. We talked about this What's last the week. two bad movies? The Hobbit. Well, it's part two and three of The Hobbit films. You know what? I have to go back because I think I kind of agreed with you on part three that I wasn't sure if I really liked yeah, it Yeah, it's not, not good. Mm-mm. I liked it. What? I thought <laughs> you just said you have to go back. That's why I said I have to go and back disagree. and correct myself. Oh. Because I, I think I'm, I haven't seen it probably since it first came out, like since I released the extended version. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked it. Of course you would. I did. <laughs> True I did. Form, I think Zach. the only True to form. I think the only one that I didn't like was part two, and it was probably about the first hour of that. That's where I was like, ah, "This is a little slow," and then it picked mm-hmm. up after that. That's but it's just funny to me to think back on all the different times you've talked about like your reasoning for liking a movie, and that you can't dislike a movie. Although this might be the second film that you've adamantly disliked because I don't know what movie it is, but right before we hit record. Zach was saying he didn't like one of the movies we watched this week. I have a feeling I know which one it is. But um, multiple times you've said things like, they wouldn't make it if somebody didn't like them. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) I can't say any movie is a bad movie because somebody likes them. (laughs) Exactly. Just because I don't like it, you two probably love this movie. Me on the other hand. I love both of these movies. Exactly. See? 
But you're entitled to your opinion, Zach. I'll be gentle about it, unlike you guys. Uh, don't pull any punches. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can lay into it. I'll just be swinging back. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, aside from that, I've been... I started playing through the Halo campaign. Nice. Because um, we got Master Chief Collection, because Halo Infinite is going to be coming out in a few yeah. months. And uh, so me and Jay decided we're going to play through all the campaigns on Heroic, not Legendary, because we want to make some decent time. Nice. And I only have yeah. I have limited time after I get home from work. So yeah, this allows us to clear a level or two each day. I've been playing The Witcher, though, in my free time that I, the little that I do have, the game is awesome. Yeah. I am still playing that game also. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't played it in about a week. Yeah. Um, but I do really like that game. There's I, so much to do in it. It's absurd. Yeah. There's tons and tons to do. And apparently the two <clears throat> DLCs for it are pretty lengthy also. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, I've already gotten one quest for it. I'm like level five in... It's like, you need to be level 26 for this. It's like, oh, so in a year I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> it won't take you that long. Well, depending on how often you get to play. I was going to say, I don't think you realize how busy I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. All right. Uh, so this week um, we decided that a lot of schools are maybe opening back up, <laughs> maybe staying closed. But either way, some type of learning or online learning will take place. So we were thinking some kind of back-to-school movies, but we didn't want to do the obvious Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Or, sucks. Yeah, and I refuse. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller's Day Off does not suck. It yeah, sucks I'm Ferris him. Bueller is a dick. Well, he's supposed to be a jerk. I know, he but takes I advantage hate that of whole his show. And besides hate the point, it's a great movie. It's not a great show. <sighs> I hate it. I'm with Zach. I think it's great. Yeah. I think I said yes initially because I wasn't tr- like 100% actually listening to you. <laughs> I was just like moving through what yeah. I was saying. But I do like Ferris I'm going to derail us a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You know, it's funny. I saw a meme actually earlier today that uh, reminded me of like going back to school and everything. Uh-huh. Anyways, it said when you send your kids back to school after homeschooling or whatever, and it was a clip of Dumb and Dumber <laughs> where he's sitting on the vet and reading it goes, to host an... an 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 annual 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 <laughs> to 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 heat it's it's a tough one. <laughs> the <laughs> well, it's funny because like um, historically and traditionally, like homeschool students generally are like they like test higher and stuff like that. Like they're smarter students. Not but. my kids. They'll <laughs> <laughs> do better at school. Trust but me. Uh, <laughs> I I think people benefit. Like, they learn differently, right? So some yeah. kids would benefit from homeschool. Others would benefit from going to school, mm-hmm. obviously. But I feel like what just happened this last season, just <laughs> they, like, threw a really hard curve onto those test scores yeah. brought down the entire homeschooling. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, with your homeschooling, I know why. Because I've actually seen you just do your kid's homework because you didn't want to do it. Or, like, wait for Katie to do it. He filled out. He was, like, circling all the answers for it. Aww. There you go. Done. <laughs> I I did it once, I, I want to say. There's another time where I've done it just because I get so frustrated because I'm trying to teach her, and then she just can't grasp the concept, and I'm not a good teacher. I noticed. You just gave up <sighs> on it. So her. I'm like, <laughs> there was one time we were doing a math question. I'll and just I was do, like, I'll just put in the answers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to need to Let's know Let's say this. it was 500 plus 500, and she goes, I don't know, Dad. And I'm like, what's 5 plus 5? Five? 10. Okay, so what's 500 plus 500? 
She just sat there and looked at me. <laughs> you got to explain 800, <laughs> and I'm like, if you got the 10, 500 plus 500, I said, just add 10 hundred. Just <laughs> add two zeros to it. Did she say 100? No. Uh, no, I mean, she, she wouldn't be wrong. She couldn't get it. She couldn't. She finally was like, I don't know. And I was like, it's 1,000, Katie. It's 1,000. Just put it on your paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I wouldn't be a good teacher either. <laughs> it's not. It's not fun. I'd at least make my kid do the homework, though. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't have the patience for it either. When I was in, when we were in high school mm-hmm. for a little while, my mom, I was like needing some money and stuff. I think I don't remember what happened. I think the coffee shop I was working at maybe they closed mm-hmm. or something. I don't remember why I stopped working there exactly. Um, but it was before I went to work for that call center or yeah. whatever. And I needed some money, and she was like, why don't you just teach guitar lessons? And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to teach people yeah. <laughs> how to play this instrument. Like, <laughs> I learned how to play it. I know that it can be difficult and hard to learn. And then she, like, got somebody who from, like, the neighborhood whose kid wanted to learn how to play. And I bought a book, and I was teaching him, and it was just as awful as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it was terrible. That's funny. Did you quit after the second time? Um, I think I did. Like just a small handful of lessons, and then they stopped coming. So <laughs> they were just like, "This guy is not a good this guy teacher." Keeps yelling like, at me. Well, the kid was like four or five years old, so he's like really young oh, to be oh, wow. an instrument. Yeah, man, those are some ambitious parents. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was playing the piano at like five years old, so I'm just saying, kids pick stuff up quickly if they have the attention yeah. span for it. I didn't. I remember hating every minute of those piano lessons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, this movie we decided, or this week, we decided to watch um, two, in my opinion, great movies about either going to school <laughs> or getting ready to go to school or school's ending. They're very loosely about school. <laughs> they say school in it at least once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of them's about getting into school. Yeah, into a school. And the other one is about going from graduating. one school to another yeah. one, graduating. Yeah. So, um, I think we should do... Orange County first. How about that? Um, I really like this movie. Um, is this the movie? Nope. Nope. I was uh, say. You didn't like... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about this before. He hates Superbad. Does he? Yeah. yeah. Well, the second movie is well, Superbad. We'll, we'll get into it when we get when we get to that point. And it's Superbad. <laughs> so it good. is Superbad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Orange County is uh, kind of an early film to have Jack Black in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before he was a, the giant phenomenon that he is now. So I actually read a thing on it. Uh, the guy who directed this uh, or wrote the screenplay. Um, so Mike White is the writer and it was yeah. directed by Jake Kasdan. I can't remember if it was the director or the screenwriter. Anyways, they live next door to Jack Black. And they actually, oh, really? it, was, it was the screenwriter because he wrote that part specifically for Jack Black. Oh, nice. So hmm. anyway, it came out in 2002. And it stars. Oh, uh, Mike White is the guy from. Uh, He's from School Rock. Yeah, School yeah. Rock. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good buddies. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Stars Colin Hanks as the main character, Sean Brumner, and Jack Black plays his brother, kind of this burnout, burnout loser, druggy loser kind <laughs> of character. Um, it's also got some great cameos in it and other good casting. So Catherine O'Hara is in it as the mom. Um, Mike White is also oh he's also the school yeah he's the school teacher yeah, yeah. Um, 
John Lithgow is in it as the dad. Chevy Chase has a brief appearance in this movie. Which, um, which I'm not going to lie, seeing John Lithgow in this after just watching season four of Dexter, yeah. that's like a Weird, big huh? flip around. Yeah. I really like I really like him as the dad in this movie. Mm-hmm. I will eat your face! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're hearing me. This isn't how negotiates work. negotiations work. And the person on the phone is like, I don't think you're hearing me. No, you're not hearing me! <laughs> <laughs> you ask for, I don't know, $40 million for a new gymnasium, and I offer you, I don't know, say $2,000 for a medicine ball, and we end up somewhere in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like he is too funny. Um, anyway, basically, this movie is about uh, a guy who um, his friend dies, and he starts to like kind of think about which I think is hilarious. They go surfing in the monsoon <laughs> yeah. and the huge wave. And then all of a sudden it just cuts off and it comes back and they're at a funeral. Righteous. <laughs> the wave just smashes them. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he has this friend and they're a group of, he has a group of friends and a girlfriend and his group of friends, um, are, they're all just like surfer bums essentially. Yeah. They all want to be pro surfers when they grow up. And he has a friend who dies trying to catch a monstrous wave in a monsoon. And he starts to think about, like, you know, is there more to life than just catching waves and trying to get laid and stoned or whatever? You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, he's sitting on the beach one night, and he looks down. There's a book in the sand. Um, is that a real book, by the way? I'm pretty sure it is, yeah? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, when you guys should look it up, Straight Jacket is the name of the book. I don't remember. I didn't watch this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anyway, he starts reading this book, and essentially it changes his life. He reads it like, he says something like 50 times over the course of the summer. Yeah. Like He just keeps reading it over and over and over again, and it changes his life and um, makes him want to grow up to be a writer instead of a pro surfer. So he sells his surfboard, and he starts paying attention in school, and he ends up becoming the class president and is the smartest kid in his school, and he yeah. writes a short story to send to the guy who wrote the book, who's supposedly named Marcus Skinner, and sends him a copy of a short story that he wrote, essentially, mm-hmm. and that he's excited to go there. So he applies for the school, and the the lady at the school who... The head counselor. Yeah, the head counselor. She is like, oh, look at these SAT scores or whatever. You're basically a shoe-in. He's like, so do you think I should apply to any safety schools and she says no yeah and every so so you get the picture he's like a really smart kid yeah and super smart. everyone around him is essentially an idiot <laughs> so like his parents are divorced his dad is this kind of absentee father who's super focused on business and he's remarried and has another kid that he doesn't take care of yeah his mom is a drunk who remarried some rich guy so that she could basically provide for yeah, her kids that she wanted the divorce <laughs> And um, all of his friends are idiots. Everyone else at the school is an idiot. All the people working at the school are idiots. <laughs> um, there's some really funny stuff that goes on at the school that I'll touch on in a minute. But basically, um, the lady sends the wrong transcript to Stanford, the school he's trying yeah, to get into. Yeah, like, idiot kid. Yeah, Shane Brainerd instead yeah. of Sean Broder. <laughs> and he's a stoner burnout kind of kid. And basically, they deny him from getting into school. And so the movie is basically his adventure as him his brother and his girlfriend go to try to find a way to get him into stanford so he can go to yeah. that school and i think it's a great movie 
I mean, yeah. it's both really funny and super smart. Um, it's got tons of great jokes. Mm-hmm. Like the thing with that dance. Who's the band that sings that song? Uh, I don't remember. The, Which one? That butterfly song. Did you watch the movie? Yeah. Orange County? Yeah. Is it uh, Cake? No. Oh, the butter. No, that the. Oh, I looked that up yesterday. You think, actually. Is it's it the Crazy my... Train or not? Butterfly. <clears throat> no, no, it's, it's a yeah, it's Crazy song. Town. Crazy Town. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I shazammed yeah. it yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Say, once I said crazy train, I was like, no, that's Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, at his school, all the cheerleaders like dance to this song yeah. out in the quad, essentially. And then he goes, there's a part where he, he gets in a fight with his girlfriend and she's like <laughs> mad at him because if he goes to Stanford, it'll be the end of their relationship because she's going to go to um, like Orange county university yeah. or something some school a local school ocu or something yeah. like that yeah a local school and so if he goes there they won't be together anymore and he doesn't seem to care but she does mm-hmm. and so they have a fight and split up and she tells him you know like it's going to be the same no matter where you go you're always going to find people that are idiots essentially or whatever yeah and he goes to a college party thinking that he'll meet somebody else there because he, he does run into a girl and she's reading Faulkner or something like that, a different book. Yeah. And uh, she invites him to the party and he goes there thinking that he's met this intellectual person and she shows up and they're like, this is our song because the song comes on and then all the girls are doing the exact same dance (laughs) to the same song and everyone at the party is just drinking and getting stoned and he's just like looking around like, no matter where I go, (laughs) just, you know, it's the same everywhere essentially. But it is not a real book, by the way. Oh, it's not. Okay. Well, there you go. And there you go. If it is, I could not find anything on it. So, well, that's not saying much. Yeah. <laughs> Such a jerk. <laughs> I just like that you agreed with me and then realized what you said. <laughs> oh no, I still agree with you. He's <laughs> still a jerk. <laughs> what you looking up over there? Uh, trying to find the book. I'm trying to find the you. book because I, I didn't believe you pretty positive it's a fake book i found a couple things like on goodreads but oh yeah that's no, right there's no information anywhere i think yeah, someone just did a fake profile in there because i i actually have an account to goodreads because there's an author i follow i get some free books from him off of there yeah so there's so, some people reviewed it and it's just lines from orange county yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome oh that's pretty that's that is awesome uh I totally captured what it's like to be a teenager. The excitement, the confusion, the horniness. Sometimes I laughed so hard, I thought I was going to puke and die. Other times, I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And some people just gave it two stars, and they didn't even leave a review. It's a fake book. (laughs) They're just giving it bad reviews. That's awesome. Maybe they didn't like the movie. I don't know. So, it's funny. um, During the part where where he uh, doesn't get accepted um, mm-hmm. into Stanford. Yeah. And then he tries to bring those people to kind of help him out. And then his whole family ruins it. And then he walks into the pool and does that big old face plant right mm-hmm. into the pool. And then Jack Black comes running out. So I guess during the scene... Sean! <laughs> well, I guess during the scene, he wasn't meant to take his socks off. Yeah, you're supposed to but, just run and yeah, jump in. Yeah, you're just supposed to run and jump in, but he decided to take his socks off because he yeah. thought it'd be funny. And there, everybody, I guess, was laughing, and they just were like, we're going to keep that in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so, yeah, he, he finally hears back from the school, and that's when he finds out that he they didn't let him. Or, no, 
Yeah, he finds out yeah. he didn't get into yeah, school first. Yeah, and then, first, he, yeah. then he ultimately finds out the girlfriend's transcript friend Scott's. has. Yeah, they send over those people from the. They're like. They give money to the school or something. Yeah. Somebody on like the board of directors at Stanford or something comes to his house to meet him. And the meeting goes horribly awry. And yeah. Yeah. And he fo- he just gives up on life and falls face first into the <laughs> pool. Jack Black runs over. <laughs> and I love how he just runs into the, like he jumps in the pool and just keeps well, running. He runs <laughs> He's in his underwear and a pair of socks. And that's it. That's yeah. all he's wearing for like the first half of this film. <laughs> and he runs to the edge of the pool, stops takes his socks off and then jumps in the pool <laughs> to save him. Oh man. So funny. Uh, I really like the friends also. Yeah. And they're constantly talking about like, Oh yeah, that's right. Sean doesn't surf anymore. Yeah. Or, or skate or watch movies or pick his butt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? That's fine. We're just going to go sit in the van. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to go pick his butt. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, picking each other's butts. Kyle, oh, yeah. that's, yeah. We're going to pick each other's butt. <laughs> Kyle Wait, Howard. What? Yeah. Kyle <laughs> Howard is the actor, and he just plays that friend all the time. Every show I've seen I was going to say, most of the movies I've seen him in, he's just that he's, stoner. Yeah. Whoop. Doofus. <laughs> um, Skylar Fisk is the ast- ast- actress who plays the girlfriend, and I thought she was really good also. Yeah, she was really good. Because she's kind of just like this uh, beacon of optimism, like no matter what's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a point in the movie, so she's like an animal freak, like she's all about saving any animal, and there's a point in the movie where she's hanging out in the car, and there's like a dog just running around on the freeway. <laughs> oh, be yeah. so pissed. So she goes and grabs <laughs> the, the dog and brings it into the car, and it tears up his back seat or whatever. But the funny part is when they get back to Sean's house, and the dog runs in and starts humping the mom's leg, and she tries to get it off, and the dog like bites her face. It like goes up to like bite her and misses. And I don't know if they trained the dog to do that or not, or if it was just like a reaction the dog had, but it obviously doesn't hurt her, but she is like unfazed through that scene and just (laughs) like smiles and laughs because she's just this forever optimist about animals and stuff like that. And I thought that was her best scene in the movie. Like there are more like other more dramatic scenes, but she like this dog basically snaps at her face and she doesn't break character at all, you know, which I thought was really good. Uh, I also thought the soundtrack for this movie was really good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, As it changes from, like, his... When he first calls home to Jack Black, and he's like, hey, is the mail there? And Jack Black's like, uh... Sean, pick up the phone. (laughs) This is Sean. I'm Sean. I'm on the phone. Uh, He's not here, and he just hangs up on him. So he calls back, and he's like, Sean, I need you to go and check to see if the mail's here. And he's like, all right. And he gets up. Do I need to turn on your computer? (laughs) He's like, no, just go to the front door. Open the door. Is there mail there? He gets all excited. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And immediately that song plays. It's like, I'm on my way. And it's like super optimistic. And he like jumps down. He runs home to go get the mail. And opens it up. And that's where Bob gets hurt, too, the stepdad in the wheelchair. Because he's somehow become parked on top of the mail in his wheelchair. And he just shoves the wheelchair, and he hits that, like, bookcase, and a vase falls and smashes smashes on his head. And he no one cares about Bob. even cares. And so he's just reading through his letter, and it's like, oh, we regret to inform you that you're not Mm -hmm. invited to school or whatever. And just immediately, when it cuts away from that, that it goes to that song that's like this day has sucked (laughs) (laughs) and it does that every time like when he falls in the pool it does the song weigh me down and stuff like that like every song choice just about in this movie 
yeah. is not only a good song for what's happening in the film, but the timing of the drops are really good, yeah. too, I thought. So mm-hmm. whoever was the sound designer or producer or whatever. Yeah, they did um, a good job. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job. Um, what else? Uh, Jack Black has some hilarious moments in this. Like I said, he's in his underwear and socks for the majority of the first half of the film. Um, when they go to get uh, the dad's pain pills and he's like, uh, Lance, Lance, where's Bob's pain pills? And he's like, oh, they're right here. The Excedrin. No, his pain pills. Oh, no, I switched them all. Uh, Excedrin is uh, speed. No, X. No, uh, pain pillars, painkillers are in here. Just give him one of these, and it'll knock him right out. <laughs> like you can't even keep it straight. So funny. Oh, well, then they end up going to see the dean. Yeah, just a little bit down is, from there, uh, the dean of admissions. Yeah, but that's a cameo too. It's yeah, the I guy who plays Egon name. on Ghostbusters. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling up the full cast right now. Is that? Oh, that is Egon, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Harold Ramis. How did we yeah, not remember Ramis. that? He's pretty. He's the director of Ghostbusters, isn't he? No, a writer. Sorry, writer and director. I believe. I don't think he wrote it. Maybe yeah. he's a producer. No, he's writer. Did he? I thought Dan Aykroyd wrote it because it's like based on his family. Uh, writers are Dan Aykroyd and Harold, and Harold Ramis. Ramis. Huh. Uh, and Rick Moranis. And then oh, directed by Ivan Reitman. Sorry, my bad. There we go. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, they go to meet the dean of admissions to try to persuade him to let Sean into the school. And he runs out to get his transcript because he left it in the car. And she was cold, so Jack Black gave her his jacket. Which, well, that's funny, too, what happens with Jack Black during mm-hmm. that time period. But the jacket's <laughs> full of all these pill bottles. And she's going through the pockets and be like, why does your brother have all these pills or whatever? And... Uh, She's just like looking at all these bottles and the Dean comes back in Harold Ramis's character. And he's like, Oh, can I have one of those? I got this crazy headache. And she's like, Oh yeah, take one or two or how three, four. Yeah. I don't know how many you need. Just, you can have the whole bottle. Yeah. And so he like downs a bunch of them. Thinking then, that it's just regular Excedrin. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and he leaves to go help pack a suitcase for his family or whatever. And when he comes back, he's just like rubbing himself and feeling his chest and like, Hey, Sean, we are the same height. That is neat. (laughs) Oh, man. He's just getting, like, way touchy-feely with the girlfriend and everything because he's just, like, high out of his mind, basically. Well, they they talk him to go back to the office. Yeah, and they're in the car, and and he's like, oh, these vivid colors. (laughs) And then he turns back to the girlfriend and, like, touches her and goes, I love you. (laughs) You're you're, beautiful. You're so beautiful. He ends and up he trying ends up to make out, out with Sean, with Sean. Yeah. <laughs> and almost crashing the car because <laughs> he's trying to drive. Um, but before that, so... I say, which in, in the meantime, Jack Black's back at the admissions office yeah. trying to break in. Yeah, to steal a directory <laughs> so they can find out where the dean lives. Yeah. And uh, he gets caught by the secretary who works there. And she's like, what are you doing in here? And he's which, like... Uh, I thought what do you was want funny. me to be doing in here? Yeah. I thought it was like, funny. It's 1030 at night. Why is she still there? Yeah, that kind of confused Maybe it's me. Because, so I know that a lot of colleges, they have like a lot of their employees are kind of like just students yeah. that are there to work. So maybe she's like an older student that's working like free essentially. Okay. And 
I don't know. I, mean, I would imagine that's a very busy time of year for them is admitting yeah. all these people yeah, and she works true. in the admittance yeah. office. I did think that was weird. I also. just thought it was weird. 1030 yeah. at night and they're open still. And I'm like, right. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> she does say that they're closed. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And tells them yeah. to leave, but it is weird that she would still be there that late. Yeah. You know, you'd think they'd close at like five or six and you got to keep that there. scholarship somehow. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, who knows what her backstory truly is? But she catches him in there, and he's basically just like, uh, you know, what do you want me to be doing in here? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, do you want me to get naked and start the revolution? And he just takes his pants off. Just drops them. <laughs> and then it cuts away, and when it comes back, they're both smoking weed yeah. and just sitting in their underwear. Sitting in their underwear. And uh, anyway, he finds the admissions list. And he tells her why he's there. And she's like, well, hopefully his name's on that list. That's everybody that's going here. And it's like, no, he's not on it. Those jerks didn't let him in. And so he sets it on fire and puts it in the trash can. And it catches the curtains on well, the fire. the best part is she just stares at it and goes, you should probably put that out. Yeah. And, then just and he stares. Just, he just giggles. And she's like, put it out, man. Put that out. <laughs> it reminds me so much of Pineapple Express where he's like, wait. And then he like slow blinks. Yeah. What do you mean the car is dead? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, then it jumps forward in time and they come, they get to the admissions office with the dean and the whole building is on fire. <laughs> and uh, at this point, he's coming down off the, the, high. the ecstasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's like all freaked out by the, you know, the building being on fire. And the, another great cameo, Ben Stiller yeah, ben is in this Stiller. movie as a fireman. And he's walks up to Jack Black and he's like, "Hey man, uh, what's going on here?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know, man. I was just passing by." And he's like, "With no pants." <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Uh, she said that you guys were in there when the fire started." And he's like, "Oh yeah, man. Uh, she did she, it all. She did it. She did it all, man. She was like, let's burn this mother down.' Just go. Like, you, you, you better, better not. not. <laughs> you better not." She was. He says she said it was an electrical fire. Oh yeah, man! It was a total electrical fire. It was like sparks were flying out of the light switches and everything. It was like the Fourth of July. What'd you say your name was? Uh, Joe, Joe, John, Joe, Joe, John, Joe, John, Joe, Johnston, Joe Johnston. Yeah. <laughs> so where are your pants off? Oh, I had to take them off so that I could run faster out of the flames. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, my leg hurts. I'm going to go over here. And he just runs yeah. off. <laughs> ben Stiller gets on the We got a runner. <laughs> yeah. We got a sprinter. No pants. Portly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jack Black is just so funny in this movie, though. Yeah. Um, what else? When they're driving to the college before that, and he's like telling him how people always, they're all just writing me off, man, especially dad. But I got these ideas, man. I got, you know, they're just like, burning through my skull like a like a shirt that says ah, i don't know talk to the hand <laughs> uh, like a big old hat that just goes boop and he like makes the hand motion yeah. of like a big hat and those are all ideas that already exist yeah which is pretty funny um yeah i also like before the people from the college come to his house to interview him i was like lance and he's like just sitting asleep at the desk <laughs> like sitting straight up asleep lance what Hey, I need you to stay in your room. Why? Because you're an embarrassment. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets it like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. Makes sense. <laughs> oh, man. Was this one of Colin Hanks' first movies? Uh, yeah, it's pretty early. I don't, I don't know. know if it's his first, though. I'll pull up his 
page real quick and check it. So I was going to go back and look, but I didn't rem- I, for some reason, didn't realize he was in this movie. He's the main person. I know that, but when I, I like I said, last time I'd seen this is when it first came out. Mm. And so going back and watching it again, I was like, oh, that it's, is Colin. It Hanks. is one of the first things that he did. So uh, he was in That Thing You Do. Uh, he was a male, male page. I don't know what that mm. means. Um, he was in Whatever It Takes, uh, Get Over It. And the show Roswell, he was on that. And then Band of Brothers, North Hollywood, and this, Orange County. Okay. Yeah, pretty much one of his. So yeah, he did a couple of movies and then some TV stuff and then this. So this was pretty much his first lead role. Mm-hmm. And yeah. looking, you, looking at are it. Are you still watching through Dexter? Yes. I have not gotten to him yet. Yeah. He might be season six. I don't know. I don't I remember just, what season he is either. I don't know. He was one of the other villains I really liked. Okay. So. I, I just got to season six. Nothing. Spoiler. <laughs> I knew he was a villain already. Oh, you, you already did. You guys already revealed that before. So. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, man. I don't know. When I you guys already bad now because I just remembered that that was a twist in that season. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like... Like with John Lithgow as the Trinity Killer, you find out early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's not really that big of a spoiler. Like, and uh, this isn't really either because just about every guest star on the show that's what I is the in. villain. Yeah. So well, minus Julia Stiles, I expected her to be the villain. She wasn't. Well, she kind of is. No. She did kill people. Yeah, but she was on his side. Yeah, but she's still a murderer. Yeah, I mean, but she... Dexter's still a bad guy. He's murdering people. He ain't no bad guy. <laughs> he helped get her We're to all stop rooting for Dexter. people, and she left. Also, that's my least favorite season of that show. Yeah, it took... Uh, that's why I haven't started season six Julia yet. Stiles I, is yeah. in my least favorite of everything. For some reason, I lost a lot of interest halfway through that season, and it took me it a minute. Sucks. It took me a minute to get through that season, and it's taken me... Actually, I picked up The Boys, because so I want to finish that one, and then I'll go back to Dexter. Yeah. So, which I just watched the episode where the girl kills her landlord. <laughs> Kara was watching it and she goes, what are you watching? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, if you have seen that episode, you know what I'm talking about. It's a little uncomfortable and then it's like, wow. Yeah. We won't get onto that in that show. Anyways. Back to Jack Black in Orange <laughs> County. Uh, there's another really hilarious scene where it's when they're introducing the characters, like all the different characters. And he... Like Sean goes to walk into the bathroom and the door just hits Jack Black in the head because he fell asleep on the floor oh, of the bathroom. Yeah. He's like, Sean, Sean, gonna get, can I score some of your piss? <laughs> <laughs> what? I got a meeting with my parole officer. Are you going to send me back to jail? <laughs> so he's like, yeah, sure. And he pees in the cup. And then he leaves that cup out. Yeah. And then when the, the, <laughs> the people from the college up. show up to the house. Hey, where's my piss at? She sets down her <laughs> glass of wine and picks up his cup of piss. And he's like, oh, you found it. And she drops it yeah. and spills it all over the couch. Well, one of you guys are going to have to loan me your piss or I'm going back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he demands that one of them pees in a cup. He throws yeah. the urine cup at the wall. <laughs> When do you guys have to fill this up? Or I'm going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You really do feel for Colin Hanks' character early on because just nothing goes right. Like um, when he goes to confront the the head counselor and she's like, what was your name again? Sean Brebner. And she pulls up the SATs. Oh, 840. That's low. That's low. (laughs) No, No, I I got like 1160. Is that like a 1530 or something? Oh, okay. And uh, it was a pretty high enough. Yeah, she yeah. Makes and she's like, she's like oh. no, right here it says 840 or whatever. And he walks over and he's like, that's Shane Brainerd's transcript. And what would you say your name was? Or who are you? I'm Sean Brumder. 
I'm the class president. <laughs> like, you should know who I am. Yeah. You know the best I mean? part, it cuts and off to that Shane like, guy, and he's like, yeah. dude, I, I got into Stanford. <laughs> I got into Stanford, man. I just put in for a joke, and they <laughs> took me. <laughs> they let me in, man. It's freaking me out. <laughs> and uh, she's just, like, staring at the computer and, like, kind of leaning back in her chair. Like, she knows she screwed up, yeah. and he's like, no, you didn't. You sent in the wrong transcript. And she's like, now don't go throwing accusations around here. And she, he's just like, I don't remember what he says, but he's basically like, how stupid are you? Mad at her. And he walks up to her and she knees him in the crotch and just starts screaming, call Red, call one Runs out Go of the Red, room and down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I also love his teacher, played by Mike yeah. White. Um, I actually wrote down the line that I loved so much. Um, also, so I have the, I, I own this movie. Yeah. I have the DVD for it. And I watched through some of this, I looked through the special features and they filmed a lot of stuff, like unique TV spots for this movie. Oh, really? And they're really huh. funny. So um, the first three are basically just like a video application to get into Stanford. Yeah. Where Colin Hanks is like, Hi, my name's Sean Brumder. I'm, I applied to your school. I'd really like to go and learn, you know, take creative writing or whatever. And um, anyway, just in the background, you just see like Jack Black like rise up from behind the <laughs> counter and he's not wearing anything but his underwear. And he's got like a Twizzler hanging out of his nose and he's like starts to like juggle something and he drops like one of the lemons and Sean turns around. And he's like, Lance, what are you doing? Nothing. I want to go to a party school and he like shuffles sideways <laughs> off the screen. And then there's another one where he's like, Oh man, I need like somebody to write me a letter of recommendation. And he's like, I'll do it. <laughs> I know you better than anybody. I'll totally write your letter of recommendation. He's like, I don't know, man. I don't think that's such a good idea. Look, nobody knows you better than I do. I'll write the best letter of recommendation. And so he hands it to him and he immediately spills a giant bowl of cereal like all over himself and the letter. I'm going to need another one of these. <laughs> and the next one is him writing it. And uh, uh, I think I wrote down what he said. It was pretty funny. Yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so he's writing it down. I am a master of Kung Fu. And if you don't let my brother go to this school, I will come there and I will kill all of you because I am the annihilator. And Sean Brumder, like, or Colin Hanks walks yeah. in and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, how do you spell annihilator? And he's like, is that my letter? Uh, yeah, why? And he just turns around and leaves the room. And he's like, I think it's spelled like inhalator, right? <laughs> <laughs> he just leaves. But there's some with the teacher, with Mike White, and it's yeah. in a classroom. And um, basically, he just goes over a bunch of different stuff. He's just like, you know, hey, can you guys explain to me what uh, creative writing is or whatever? And they're like, oh, it's when you – or can you tell me what a classic is? That's what he does. Today we're talking about classics. Who knows what a classic is? And he asks the girlfriend – uh, Skylar Fisk's character, and she's like, oh, it's something that's really old, but it's still excellent by today's standards. And he's like, who can name me a classic? And somebody goes, uh, Seinfeld. And somebody <laughs> else is like, name some movie, you know what I mean? It's all like modern stuff for that time. Mm -hmm. And somebody else is like, friends, that's right, that's right. Who can name me a good friend? And somebody's like, he's like, asks one of the friends, and he's like, Joey. And he's like, that's right, Joey, Joey. And? Uh, Monica? Yeah, that's right. Monica. Monica. Sean, who's your favorite friend? Uh, I don't know, man. Ross? 
no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what about Chandler? Anybody like Chandler? And like a couple people in the back put up to raise their hands. <laughs> but during class, this just shows you like how dumb the teacher is essentially. So he's like, anybody recognize this book? And he holds up a copy of Romeo and Juliet. And he's like, Romeo and Juliet. That's the what name just... come to mind when you think of Romeo and Juliet? And somebody's like, Claire Danes? Yeah, that's right, Claire Danes. Anybody else? Uh, Leo? Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. But you know there's somebody else who uh, is associated with this book that in some ways is even more famous than Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> He's like, William Shakespeare. Anybody ever heard of William Shakespeare? He wrote a lot of a lot of today's classic literature. He wrote Hamlet, West Side Story, The Talented <laughs> Mr. Ripley, Waterworld, Gladiator, and Chocolats. <laughs> Oh, man. And he says it all with a straight face. <laughs> I lost it, dude. I thought it was so funny. But um, they do like three or four of those like one-spot TV ads yeah. with the teacher in the classroom setting, and they're all hilarious. Hmm. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, to jump forward and just let you guys know what happens, it does have kind of a, a happy ending-ish. Well, don't it's, they get to the dean's house and then burn that, too? No, they, all, they only burn the... down the building. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought there was something else that happened. Okay. No, we to the dean gets arrested. Mm. And to mention the people Chevy don't Chase believe he's the dean. Too. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Chevy Chase works at the, at the high school, and he's in charge yeah. of, like, the um, graduation ceremony. So he's there with, like, the student class. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that part's funny, too. He's like, hey, we need a – let's talk speakers for – the, uh, well, first off, the girl is trying to do a service project, the girlfriend, yeah. to save, like, seagulls or something. And he's like, all right, but after this, no more animals. Those birds <laughs> can just die if they get caught in, like, a soda can thing or whatever, you know? And he's like, let's talk graduation speakers. And Sean raises his hand, and he's like, name some lady writer. I forget who it is. And he's like, she's going to be doing a book signing this weekend. She'd be great. And he's like, uh, Sally, don't you have a cousin that's friends with Britney Spears? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> best friends and it just cuts back to chevy chase and it plays that oh baby and he's like he's like <laughs> doing the eyebrow yeah. thing like oh yeah that's what we're doing <laughs> uh, but yeah that's when they're going through like introducing all the characters from the yeah. school and stuff and like how just dumb everyone is around him but um you come to find out that sean wrote his short story about uh, his characters are all char people from his life mm -hmm. which a lot of writers do they, you know they draw from real life experiences or whatever yeah so they go to the school he actually ends up meeting the guy who wrote the book the jacket marcus skinner and talking to him and uh you know meeting his hero essentially and he can't even believe it mm -hmm. um then he decides he's going to go back home he's basically made his peace with the fact that he's not going to be able to go to the school anymore yeah um because he's, you know, met his hero now, and his hero says that he already is a good writer. He just needs to keep writing or whatever. You don't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter like where you go to school. You can still do what you want to do anywhere. Yeah. And so he decides he's going to go back home, and he gets home. And there's another really funny scene before they get home where the parents get back together. Yeah. And John Lithgow shows up at Catherine O'Hara's house, and he's like. Whoa, you look like a beast. <laughs> Do you have any fears, Coyote Ugly? <laughs> That's right. And, uh, I, for a minute, I thought Judd Apatow was involved in this film because there are a handful of, like, kind of his people involved. Yeah. Like, the younger second wife is his wife. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, I forget who else. Wait, Judd Apatow's married to Leslie Mann? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And those kids... Um, in, in 
Knocked Up. Knocked Up. They're yeah, his kids. They're his actual kids. And they're oh. in a couple, a few of his movies, actually. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know he was married to Leslie Mann. Yeah. Yeah. They're right. his kids also in that movie, The... This is 40. Yeah, this yeah. is 40. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. the same family, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there were some other people, too, that, like, just... I saw him in the background, and I remember thinking, like, oh, that guy's... Yeah. Also, but I don't remember. I should have wrote them all down as mm-hmm. I saw them, but... I didn't have my phone with me at the time. Mm. See, the other thing I like that Mr. Burke said that proves that he's just like an idiot teacher, that part where he's handing out the books or whatever, grades and everything, and he looks at Sean and he goes, Sean, I read your story. There's a lot of big words. Great. <laughs> Good for you. It was a little long, so I didn't read the whole thing, but who cares? I gave you an A. <laughs> <laughs> and during the part where he's asking about Romeo and Juliet, Sean's the only one with his hand raised uh-huh. and won't call him. Yeah. yeah. Because he knows he's so much smarter. Yeah. So, between that and then when he asks his dad, uh, Bud, whatever, uh, John Lithgow, he tells he's like, what do, you, what do you want? He's like, Dad, I want to be a writer. And he goes, a writer? <laughs> what do you want to write about? You're not oppressed. You're not, You're not gay. gay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a little hard to take you seriously because last year you wanted to be a surfer yeah. or whatever. <laughs> a pro surfer. Yeah, pro surfer. And then doesn't his dad donate to the school? To yeah, get, so he gets back. The parents yeah. have gotten back together. And that's that's who he's on the phone with yeah. when he's negotiating the thing about the medicine ball. Yeah. Um, he ends up giving them enough money to build a new admissions office. Yeah, that and, his uh, son burned down. Yeah, that his son burned down. But they don't know that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he's going to give them enough money to for the admissions office so they got him in. And then he decides he's not going to go. Yeah. Because he's saying um, basically like, you know, if – no Tolstoy matter. had ever left wherever, would he have written this book? And if so-and-so had left uh, Scotland, would he have written this or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? So he wants to stay with the characters that mean so much to him because that was part of the conversation with his hero is that, you know, yeah. like you can tell you really care about your characters or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his dad freaks out. <laughs> you couldn't have come in five minutes sooner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually... Um, I, I thought it was weird that they didn't make a bigger deal about that because they basically all just hug and you get your happy ending. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, the dad really doesn't put up a fight about like, I just gave away all this money. You're not even yeah. going to go to the school. Like, well, he, can, he says something about it, but not much. But yeah. 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 It just seems like it's a lot of money to give yeah. away. Like you're building a whole building. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're giving them all that money. They your mentioned, kid's not even going to go I remember there. his dad's an author, right? Or what is it? No, his dad's just a businessman. Okay. I couldn't yeah. remember what it was, but it sounded, they make a mention of it earlier in the film. He's just loaded with tons mm-hmm. of money. Yeah. He has a ton of so money. So it doesn't even matter. Cause he wants Sean to do that, but yeah. Sean doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Anyway, that movie is really good. Um, yeah. I know not a lot of people have seen it and I think people should give it a shot. It's excellent. Like, yeah. Can, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere cause I own it. So I just um, watched it, but well, today's the last day, but it's streaming on Showtime. Oh, dang. By the time this comes out, it's not going to be on Showtime yeah, anymore. That's, uh, that's yeah. how I was. I was just going to buy it or do rent it or yeah, something. Yeah, if you can buy it online from a streaming service yeah. for five bucks, 100% worth yeah. the money you're going to spend. It's, I think, it's a I great storyline and great writing. It's funny. and yeah. I think last time I checked, Voodoo had it for 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's got a ton of heart, too. Like yeah, It's very I, good. You really like all the characters, yeah. even the ones you're not really supposed to like. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was enter- I've seen this movie, I don't even know how many times. Yeah. It's entertaining every time we watch it. I've seen it two or three times. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I saw it, like, shortly after its initial, like, home release. Because mm-hmm. I didn't see it in theaters. That was and, 
What? I didn't see it. In, I was the same way. I didn't oh, see it yeah. in theaters. I saw the it The first right time after. I saw it was during its initial home release, and I immediately fell in love with this movie. It's not like, you know, a top 10 for me or anything like yeah. that. It's just but a it's, good movie. It's absolutely yeah. a good movie. Yeah, people should definitely check it out. It's got some great, great stuff in it. I remember the first time Ashley watched it. It was here. We were, and we had Jackson at the time. And so me and you and Liz and Ashley and Jackson were down here watching it. Mm-hmm. Jackson was just little. And we ended up doing a, a Hanks family marathon. We did. Oh, yeah, we watched that in the Burbs. Yeah, yeah. so we watched we the, burbs the Burbs second. Yeah. And Ashley was like, this is not okay. I'm going to go to bed terrified because she's scared that of the Burbs. That movie's not even scary. Yeah, I mean, it's a little scary. Yeah, it's a comedy. Yeah. There's parts. It's loosely horror-based. Yeah. It's a comedy. Yeah, but it was just funny. She's like, we should have watched these in the other order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, what do you guys think? Excellent. 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 I agree. Yeah. I think that movie's great. I would also give that rating to the next film. <laughs> Although it sounds like Zach wouldn't. Well, let's get through everything first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, start us off. <laughs> so, I'm not a fan of Superbad. I wasn't a fan when I first watched it. Thought I'd... You said let's watch it, so I went in with a. So when did you first see it? When it first came out to video. Okay, so you didn't see it in theaters. I, I no. saw this movie in theaters. No, yeah. I saw it when it first came out to video, and then I thought the movies are only five years apart, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Two thousand seven okay. was super bad. Okay. And so yeah, and then started watching it. I mean, the one thing I did like, I mean, I liked all the little, called the actors who were just getting their start in that movie. I didn't realize how many small actors were in there that are now kind of big yeah, actors. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I watching it again the second time. I still feel the same way. I don't need to watch it again. I think of the two movies storyline, Orange County is way better, mm-hmm. but just pure comedy, super bad. And I agree. Super bad had its funny moments. I will tell you what made the movie. If they didn't have these two characters in it, it would have been horrible. The cops? The cops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you Seth, think they make the movie? Seth Rogen wow. and um, what's his name? Bill Hader. Bill yeah. Hader. Hilarious. Yeah, they like, are. Like the funny. whole time. Yeah. You know, like they're sitting there, you know, they've got McLuffin in the back seat. <laughs> getting and drunk. And then getting shooting. drunk, shooting everything. <laughs> shooting the cop car. You know, and then uh, one thing leads to another. They end up. You know, breaking apart the party and all that stuff. And McLovin's in bed with the girl. And <laughs> Bill Hader starts yelling. And Seth Rogen pulls back. No, we shouldn't be shaming him. We need to be supporting him. You know? And then at the end, they trash the whole... I mean, the police car just gets junked the whole time. And then they trash the whole thing and burn it. And they're all celebrating. Letting McLovin... I mean, they're just breaking all these cop rules. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought they made the movie. That's If they weren't in it, I, this movie would have been horrible horrible see I, for me it's the interaction between um the character seth yeah uh played by jonah hill and the <laughs> fogel character from christopher mitzblatt i can't believe i forgot his name yeah um like just those two guys so um i feel like the reason why they're so good on screen together like they dislike each other mm-hmm. for the most part but i guess in the making of this film uh, Jonah Hill didn't meet Christopher Mintzplatz until filming started. Yeah. And he was like, this guy's like stepping all over my lines and stuff. We need to get somebody else. And then they play it back. And they're like, dude, no, he's not. He's not stepping all over any of your lines. But like his first on-screen appearance is when he walks into that classroom. Yeah. Apparently that's like 
just ad lib. Like, really? Yeah, he just makes up like half of his lines in the movie. <laughs> the dude never been on TV or any kind of film before, and the dude's like a Christopher natural. guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty so impressive. I, everyone's really young. Like yeah, I don't know, between sixteen and eighteen years old, and then uh, Jonah Hill's like twenty two or something. So he's been in a few things and just. Uh, trying to throw see, the weight around a little bit. See, and can I just say, when it comes to characters, I don't know. I know this is probably how he was written and how he's supposed to act. Michael Sarah drove me insane the entire movie. <laughs> what? Just so flipping awkward, trying to talk to the girl. That's high school, man. Stumbling and fumbling <laughs> over his words, and everything yeah, is just so point. awkward. I get it. That I don't. It's just. That's not like you were some suave Romeo in no, high school. I didn't talk to girls at all. Are you kidding me? <laughs> We shall call you McLovin. <laughs> I don't know. Muhammad. I'm, 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 I will be between that and Muhammad. <laughs> Muhammad's the most commonly used name in the English dictionary. Read a book. <laughs> it doesn't matter because you didn't even use that name. He's McLovin. It doesn't even have a first name. It just says McLovin. <laughs> Oh, man. What does he say? So-and-so got beer off of his fake ID. Yeah, he had two names. <laughs> his ID didn't have one stupid name on it. Oh, man. I, I had him put that I'm 23 it. years old. Why wouldn't you just have it say that you're 21 years old? Think about it, man. People go into the liquor store every day, and they all have a fake ID that says they're 21 years old. But they see one that says 23, they're not even going to think twice. It's a standard ID. <laughs> Wasn't it 25? Oh, whatever. Yeah, I know it's older anyways. than 21. Yeah. But that scene is hilarious. And he's like, <laughs> it doesn't matter because it's a dumb ID, the dumb made-up name, because it's a dumb made-up fairy tale name. <laughs> When he calls him a curse word and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So funny. There are so many funny scenes in this. Like, you very first meet him, and Seth is, like, obsessed with how attractive Evan's mom is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Which, if you were uh, a guy in high school, you know that you were making mom jokes all the time. Oh, yeah. Super common thing to be doing. You guys do it with each other all the time. To this day. We're just <laughs> immature like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never grown out of high school. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the one friend, Evan, doesn't have a car, so Seth has to drive him yeah. everywhere. Um, he parks in... This is something that I did. Parks in the teacher's parking lot so he gets yeah. in trouble. He comes out of his car. Comes out back later in that same yeah, scene where he's gone. getting out of that license. Where's my car? Dude, why would you park in the... Because <laughs> <laughs> you told me to. Everybody has you that friend, too, who like, won't disobey the rules, uh-huh. essentially. Uh, why well, would you park both, in the teacher's parking lot? It's both I mean, of it's, them get it's after It's a staff him. parking lot. It's, it's, not for, it's only for staff. I mean, you're not staff. <laughs> Oh, man. Just so funny. Um, anyway, the girl that um, Jules. Seth likes, yeah, played by, uh, St- what's her name, Stone? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Um, she, her parents are going out of town. They left her some money, so she's going to throw a party, and she gives the money to them to go and buy booze with because Focal has a fake ID, which moments after they ridicule McLovin for his yeah. terrible ID. They're talking about him. how they have this fake ID <laughs> and they can get booze now or whatever. And, um, which is another hilarious scene. But, uh, so she gives them the money to go and they go on this journey to get booze for this party that they're now invited to. Um, and I like how, uh, when they're at the gas station, they're talking about the just, it's a funny conversation if you watch the movie, the differences between boys and girls in high school, yeah. you know, and like what's acceptable and what isn't. <laughs> and they're getting all their stuff together. And 
he's got his snacks and he's like, oh, hey, would you buy this for me? And then he just keeps talking about his story, which is so which, relatable way, to me because... His snack was a Red Bull. Nice. <laughs> his, it's super relatable to me because I remember like having a job in high school and then having friends who didn't have a job in high school and they would do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I would have money so I can buy stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like we'd go to a store or something or Taco Bell was the main place yeah. we'd be going to and I'd like get my food and then they'd just like piggyback on there and I'd have to buy their food. <laughs> I remember one of our friends who, uh, very wealthy parents that gave him an allowance, never seemed to have money when we we're buying food. <laughs> uh, I'm very well aware of that. Um, yeah, he was definitely a, a repeat, yeah, repeat offender. Offender, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, anyway, super relatable. Yeah, I don't think you've ever met him. We've oh. talked about him before. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can I tell you. I'll tell you about, afterwards. I thought you were talking about Rody. No. no. Okay. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think he knows that we do this. If he listens to this, he's going to know yeah. we're talking about him. Because <laughs> we have a group of like four people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's neither of us and it's not Rody. So whoever it is. <laughs> oh, man. Pretty funny. See, um, I was the type of friend where someone said, hey, can you pick this up for me? No, nah, man, I don't got any money. <laughs> <laughs> Pull so, out your credit card to pay for yours. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. I only got like three bucks on here. So <laughs> another thing is I like the Fogel character because he's like the character that doesn't want to like do something wrong or whatever. Yeah. And to me in high school, that was you. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not saying I never thought you were as nerdy as this Fogel character, yeah. but like. Your parents were far more strict than my parents so, were. I was fine doing things. Uh, I mean, I had a, a long history of doing bad things in high school. Mm, you still do. Yeah. <laughs> but there were <laughs> there were serious ramifications to uh, disobeying their rules. So there's a few things that I had to do. Thomas, can we hang out this weekend? Or you ground what do the Wardobs have to say? Yeah. <laughs> I can until midnight. <laughs> Oh, man. I thought your dad was like an 1145 kind of guy. 1146, you're grounded. No, but, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> My mom told me many times, if the police call, we're not bailing you out. At least we'll know where you're at and you're safe. And I was like, well, jail's not safe, Mom. She's if something happened you're in, there. If something happened in my neighborhood, my house was the first one they checked. Yeah, that's just because you run slower than I do. <laughs> we live very far away yeah. from one another. That is not that is not true. I don't know. We but, started hanging out more. Well, yeah, but we still our houses are like way far apart I from know, one but, another. It's like a twenty minute drive. Yeah, but um, just saying, I outrun you. I'm just saying, I'm not getting caught. I never got caught. Well, that they were always it's at not your house. One hundred percent true, but it wasn't always me that got caught. For instance, one time. I'll tell a story here. We were uh, doing some egging of <laughs> vehicles, cars. Yeah. So we built, we had this slingshot made out of surgical tubing and an old pair of jeans. It took three people to operate it. And because we lived out in the boonies, essentially, we had chickens, right? We didn't live on a farm, but we had chickens. And my, no one ever collected the eggs from these chickens. It was like one of those things where you have these pets and you take care of them for like a good while. And then just your whole family loses interest. So like you're still buying the food to feed them, but nobody ever collects any of these eggs. And so I started to collect the eggs and use them for mischief around the neighborhood. Like just egging anything I could find to throw an egg at, right? Um, like a cat. <laughs> I would never do that, but we were, you know, 
exit people's houses, yeah. vehicles, whatever. Anyway, so we're at this intersection by this dairy farm, and we are like pulling back this thing and just launching these eggs. And you know, it takes a while to get the rhythm down because the road that goes crossways, I think it had a speed limit of like 40 at yeah, the time. Yeah, it was 40. But people sped all the time. It on was that more road. like a, a given 50, 55. Yeah. Yeah. So people are going by, but after you kind of get the timing down, if you could see them <laughs> right before they went behind the building to come out to cross the street, if you let it go like right as they were going behind it, you could hit them, depending on the size of the vehicle. Yeah. So we were hitting stuff, and I remember we hit this van or something one time and they like people would like slam on their brakes and get out and be like yelling and we just like run into the field next to this dairy farm or into like the barn house that was there and just hide until they left you know what i mean they never find you yeah and they took off well anyway we were doing that and we hit this car and it screeched to a halt and the siren turned on. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> the lights go on on top of the car. So, I, I like, immediately, like, I just turn the bucket of eggs over. I dump all the eggs onto the ground so I don't have to carry them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Throw the bucket, like, over my shoulder. My friend, the one who wouldn't be named earlier, <laughs> takes off with the slingshot. And he lives far from me. Like, it, probably a 10-minute yeah. drive from my house and he just starts running to his house through all these fields and stuff. Well, I run down through the fields, but then wait for a little bit because I have to circle back and cross a street with a canal on both sides to get to my house. So take some creative and athletic jumping to get there. And, uh, anyway, I get back there and the cops are already gone there because somebody else who was running, they ran, through the fields. <laughs> and, well, they ran through like a barbed wire fence. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or a razor wire or something, and it tore their arm open. And so they used a cell phone to call, and yeah. the cops were already there. So they just went to the field where he was, picked him up, and took him straight to the hospital to get stitches. And he told him everything. <laughs> Dude, he squealed. Guy. And he's, was never invited to my house for another. He was disfigured for a life, though. He is. It's a, a massive scar, scar all over his arm. Man. It's like his whole bicep, and it's like that thick. Like Dang. his, like his muscles jacked up. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> um, also times previous, I was, you know, toilet papering houses and stuff, and someone found out it was me, and then later reported it. So I had like, you know, not a. Kind of like a, we'll call it a minor record for a minor. You know what I mean? So if they have someone like that in the neighborhood and something that fits someone's MO happens in the neighborhood, they show up there. In this specific occasion, they showed up before I got home. And my dad happened to be home that weekend. Yeah. Because my dad is like a cross-country truck driver. Yeah. He's like never home. You yeah. know what I mean? And he happened to be home this weekend. And they were like, hey, is your son here? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's just downstairs playing video games. And he went to go downstairs with the cops, and I wasn't downstairs. Oh, shoot. Because I had gone out through yeah. the window, which is my way in and out of the house, essentially. What would have been funny is that they're walking down. You're just halfway in the window. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the cops. I'm running. I'm not, <laughs> not coming back. Yeah. Anyway. Did you get in trouble for that? Oh, yeah. I got in so much trouble. <laughs> That was probably the most trouble I've ever been in because somebody got hurt. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I wasn't with him when he ran into the fence. Watch where you're going. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's hard yeah, at it's, night. It's dark out there, but I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember why we're on this. You 
said this, Tom was like, uh, oh, what? your parents are just more strict. I was the yeah. Fogel. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, my parents knew I was getting in, doing this stuff from time to time. They like, yeah. never did anything to stop it. So my parents cared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Both your parents were home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Mom, anyway. you did a great job. I love you. <laughs> Way to go, bunny. Anyway, um, it's just funny, like, the way you view stuff differently, like, as you get yeah. older and stuff, you know what I mean? Because, like, Thomas is nothing like this character, but, like, when we were in high school, I was always <laughs> thinking, like, man, Tom's not going to be able to do this stuff. His parents are never going to let him do this fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I was uh, skipping school a lot, you know what I mean? And oh, I was skipping school every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was funny. I remember we went one day to your house. Oh, but only the one time because you knew your parents were at home or something like that. I don't know. I only remember going there once. I remember going to Mike uh, Wrigley. Yeah. Yeah, the Wrigley guy's house one time, and he broke that statue of his parents. <laughs> it was like straight out of the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> Where, have you seen the Goonies, right? Yes. They break the statue. It's the my mom's, mom's favorite, favorite part. part. <laughs> it's basically that happened. Yeah. With some statue from Mexico or something yeah, like that. Yeah, his parents got it when they were in Mexico, and then Rhodey <laughs> started wrestling with somebody. He's like, I'm going to take this upstairs so it doesn't get broken. And, and you he hear tripped him going up, up the stairs. The stairs. No, broke. <laughs> You're, dum, dum, dum. oh, crap. Because <laughs> it, like, went down the stairs, and then, like, his stairs turn. But he yeah. has, like, a banister. It's not, like, a wooden a banister. It's, yeah. like, a, a yeah. small wall, you know. And it just hit the wall and broke. Uh, it was just so funny. That was the only time I was ever in his house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, super bad. Uh, <laughs> Back on track. Yeah. So, what were we talking about Fogel for? Um, because Evan's car just got towed. Oh, yeah, it just got towed. Fogel, yeah, Fogel. And he's like, like, you're not staff. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you park here? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so then they have to, like, get a bus ride home. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to tell his pa- go to his house because then his parents would be like, hey, where's the car? Yeah. And it got towed, and he doesn't want to admit that he got towed. Mm-hmm. So um, he ends up having to wear some of Evan's dad's clothes or something like that. No, he's putting on Evan's no. clothes. Yeah, they don't fit. At first, so he but he's like, wearing, <laughs> yeah, he ends do you up- have anything that's not made for a small kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're getting ready to go to the party. Yeah. And Evan's playing that video game. He's like, why, why do they even make that if you can't beat it? Yeah. <laughs> he's playing this video game so he can't beat, which everybody's <laughs> yeah. been there. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he gets all upset. So then they go on the bus and they go to um, meet up with Fogel. Yeah. And Fogel works at this department store. And he comes out and he's wearing this Aladdin vest, <laughs> which what just amazing costume design. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they put this on and they're able to just like... You know, riff off of this thing that this character's wearing mm-hmm. and make fun of him for looking like Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just going to go in there and steal the booze myself. And he goes yeah. into the store and he's like, Dude, I work here. Well, if they catch him, they're going to know, like, he's my friend. They could see me talking to you guys on the security cameras. And he's like, Dude, he's going to chicken out. He's never going to do it. Yeah. And he goes in there. And that is a hilarious scene because it's just like one kind of dream sequence after another. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's just like how he's going and he's like still on the liquor and then. The old lady. Are you stealing liquor? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's just, he, she drops something, and he's like, oh, let me get that for you. Yeah. He picks it up, and she's like, would you like me to buy your booze for you? And he was like, that would be so nice. Yeah. <laughs> and she buys it, and he's like, 
thanks for the booze. And she's like, have fun screwing jewels or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then he has the other daydream where he just is ringing it up. Yeah, he just walks up and he's like, do you have an ID? No. Well, of course you don't. <laughs> or are you 20? No, he says, yeah. how old are you? He's like, uh, 22. Well, of course, of course you are. are. That'll be like $80. $80. And he pulls out an $80 bill. Yeah. He's like, shah. <laughs> the high five. Give him a yeah. double high five over the counter. And then the last one, he the lady drops something and he goes to pick it up. And uh, the, or it's the gold slick vodka yeah. or something yeah. like that. And the cop's like, steps don't into do the it, aisle. Son. Don't do it, son. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I never had a choice. (laughs) (laughs) He gets into it with the cop, and a bottle breaks, and the cop picks it up and just cuts his throat with it. Slashes his throat. (laughs) And the next thing you know, it just jump cuts, and he's just walking out of the store with nothing. (laughs) Couldn't do it. Did you get it? No. Um, Speaking of which, so I watched this movie yesterday. I watched it this afternoon. I watched the entire thing with the commentary on. Yeah? So... They have a bunch of people present for the commentary. It's like Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, Michael Sarah, Judd Apatow, and um, Jonah Hill, and I think somebody else um, are all present for this thing. And they don't stop talking once. So if you watch this movie with the commentary, you might as well just listen to it in the background because you're not watching this movie yeah. at all. Like I've seen other commentaries where like they'll wait for a scene and then they'll kind of talk about the scene. Yeah. And try not to like interrupt the audio, but these guys are just like joking and making fun of each other the whole time. Yeah. So Judd Apatow brought one of his kids with him to this thing, <laughs> and uh, Evan lets slip one f word, and yeah. uh, or not Evan, Jonah Hill. Yeah, and uh, Judd Apatow like gives him a hard time about it. He's like, "Dude, my kid's here or whatever." You know what I mean? He's like, "Dude, why would you bring her to this? It's <laughs> look who's here." You know what I mean? It's a it's a commentary for a rated R movie, and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you brought your yeah. child here. And they're talking about stuff like all the dick drawings and stuff like that. And, like, they got to cover her eyes and stuff because, you know, like, she's a kid, essentially. And it's just, they end up pissing him off enough that he just leaves. (laughs) Halfway through the commentary, Judd Apatow just bounces, yeah. (laughs) Takes his kid and just goes home. And, uh... Anyway, it was it was pretty funny, but it was eye-opening. So, one of the things they were saying is that all of the vodka... Like, all of the alcohol in the movie, mm-hmm. none of it is real brands. Yeah. It's all fake. Every single one of them is, they had hmm. somebody who they hired to make labels for the movie, essentially. Yeah. So, everything, a drop of alcohol consumed in that movie, the brand is fake. I mean, it's okay. way cheaper. Yeah. Well, it depends how you go about it. So, I guess they tried to get um, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, yeah. to, like, you know... Give them the rights. Give them the rights to do it or whatever. Because a lot of times that's cheaper if you can get someone to just license it. You know what I mean? But nobody wanted to put their... Their name on their this name underage on this drinking thing. Boner movie, yeah. Yeah, essentially. So, <laughs> boner um, movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they had to hire someone and then pay to make all these labels and put them on all these bottles of alcohol, which probably took a long time because yeah. there's quite a bit of alcohol consumed at different points during this movie. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a little tidbit for you. Hmm. Didn't None know of that. it's real. Somebody once told me that they were real. So I was like, it's Gold Slick Vodka? Is that real? And maybe the like drink is real. The idea of it, But yeah. the label is not hmm. like the brand or whatever that's on there. That's yeah. not legit. Um, also, uh, did you guys catch Danny McBride was in this movie? Um, no. I vaguely remember it, but... He I... doesn't have any lines. So you, it'd be really easy to miss him. 
Where was he at? So when they get to Jules's house for the party, yeah. he just walks into the background with like a bunch of booze and sets it on the table and like high fives somebody. But he's in the movie. Oh, all right. Um, and it's funny because they pointed out during the commentary, mm-hmm. and they're like, "He's I guess while they're doing the commentary, he's filming Tropic Thunder. Oh, okay. Or waiting to film Tropic Thunder, and so they're like, by the time this comes out, he's going to be like <laughs> way more famous than us. Yeah, <laughs> which is not true. It didn't happen, yeah. but now he is super famous. Yeah. Um, uh, what else happens? So they go to, uh, oh yeah, then they go to the, the actual liquor store. They take yeah. the bus to the actual liquor store. And that's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is when they get into the argument outside and there's like a bee that flies by just randomly. And like McLovin's like, yeah, <laughs> like trying to swap this bee away. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, uh, telling him, Oh, what do you stop calling me? a Scaredy cat, you couldn't do it when you went yeah. into the store. And he's like, dude, I'll go in there and do it right now. And he's like, good luck. The ID has my my face on it. And he's like, well, yeah. Well, I'll cut your face off, throw it over mine, and go in there and buy the booze myself. And McLovin goes, you don't have the technology or the steady hands to pull off a procedure like that. So, ha! <laughs> Peace. Peace, yeah. Which is so funny. And then he goes in there, and he immediately drops that beer bottle and yeah. breaks it. And the guy working in the store is just like, ugh, F my life. Well, he goes, did you drop this? No. no. <laughs> you guys should really clean this up. It's an injury waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. Someone could really hurt themselves. And so he rounds up a bunch of beer, and he's like, get ready to buy it. And he's like, I hear they put more hops in it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then she, she finally is like, all right, I need to see some and ID. He's like, oh. Makes me feel young again, and he's, like, super nervous. Yeah, acting, he's, like, you know shaking. I mean? Yeah. And then that guy comes in and just punches him in yeah. the face. Takes well, she, away. like, goes to give it back to him, like, fine, whatever. And then he gets jacked in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then Seth and Evan run off to go look at a girl who's running by or whatever. Yeah. And then come back, and they just see uh, McLovin uh, getting arrested. Well, they think getting arrested because yeah, the cops really are they're there. They're going to give him a ride. Yeah. Yeah. The cops are there to give him a ride because he just got punched in the face and the girl called the police. They're like, do you have somewhere you had to be? And he's like, I was supposed to, I got a party I was going to, or I was supposed to be on that bus yeah. right there or something. Cause the bus takes off and yeah. Seth and Evan end up getting a ride with, uh, <laughs> well, they get ran over. <laughs> well, Evan or, uh, Seth gets hit, doesn't he? Or is it Evan? Yeah, Seth gets hit, yeah. yeah. I can't remember which name it is. Yeah. Um, by that guy who's in, like, everything. Yeah. Oh, man, what's his name? Uh, oh, Joe Lou Trulu. Yeah, he's off yeah. Uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. yeah. And I Love You, Man, and tons of shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's in a ton of stuff. And he is really funny. He's like, <laughs> he's a creepy little weird. Yeah, adult. he's got a he's got a beer in his front pocket. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, <laughs> like he just crammed this beer can into his corduroys that he's wearing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to party. They got tons of booze there, man. Let's we'll go there and everything will be cool or whatever. Yeah, you know, one of you guys could ride up here with me. <laughs> Both riding in the back seat because he's a creep. Yeah. <laughs> And they go with him because they're going to an adult party, and then they could steal all the booze there mm-hmm. and then take it to their high school party. Yeah. And, so um, and I guess that is. scene is based off of something that happened to Seth Rogen in real life. <laughs> um, yeah, he tells the story during the commentary, and it's not that close to what happens in the movie, but basically he oh. ends up at a party with his mom where they start doing <laughs> drugs and stuff, and so he has, his mom has to like take him home or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, but his mom drives him to the party mm-hmm. in the real story or whatnot, but... 
Anyway, mm. they end up at this party, and, which is hilarious because uh, John or Joe Latrulio, he uh, plays Francis the driver. Um, this movie has some really funny character names, by the way. If you watch the credits, there's like some dude named Edward Green Dragon. <laughs> and like Chester McChest or something like that. Like they just have like a bunch of weird names for characters that have like maybe one line. Yeah. Well, that um, was uh what's his name? The soccer player it was like something the soccer player. Uh uh that's uh Dave Franco's yeah, brother. Day, yeah, yeah. No, Dave Franco. James, James Franco's, Franco's little brother. brother yeah. Dave, yeah. 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 I can't Greg, remember his name. Greg the soccer player. Yeah, Greg yeah. the soccer player. <laughs> Come on, Evan, we're losing. <laughs> Let's just go pee your pants. Yeah, again. Go pee your pants. That was like again. the third grade, you idiot. Like, that was nine years ago. <laughs> Still remember it. People don't forget. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. People forget. And then in that same scene, I I actually got a good laugh at that where he's running away and they're like, "Hey!" The coach is like, "Get off the field!" And he's like, "All <laughs> he right," and he kicks the ball, ball and he's yeah. like, "You're going to get that." No, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, I like uh, how he wants to be Evan's partner in home ec. Yeah. And he ends up getting par- partnered with Jules, so uh-huh. it works out for him. But uh, he's with that Asian kid. I forget what yeah. his, name, his name is. It's like Yukiko or something like mm-hmm. that. And, uh, <laughs> and they're just like having super fun time. And they're like drawing cat nose and whiskers on yeah, their faces. Yeah, and they make like this super professional looking <laughs> dessert. And yeah. Jonah and Emma Stone's character, or dessert, just looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Making tiramisu, I think is what they're yeah. making. Yeah. He's arguing with the teacher, like, what do I have to, what, when in life are we going to have to make tiramisu, yeah. huh? <laughs> well, I loved at first how. I just don't think it's fair. Like, he's over there having the time of his life with his partner, and meanwhile, my partner is never here. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, I thought that was funny how he keeps yelling at her and goes, what am I going to do with home ec? Everybody knows we just take this class for an A. And every time he kind of says something, he's like, no offense, no offense, <laughs> no offense. And at the end, sorry for all the cursing and everything like that, but I just, no offense. <laughs> sorry for cursing, but <laughs> I meant everything that I said. Yeah. And then finally and the she's just goes, like, well, Jules partner's not here. You can go partner with her. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I think home ec might be a good class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is funny. Um. <laughs> then uh, Fogel comes in. Fogel, get out of here! <laughs> yeah, the teacher is. <laughs> if you're not in this classroom, you don't belong here. If you're not in this Fogel. <laughs> leave this class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't count the number of times that happened in our high school. Yeah. Like, being, remember we had this math teacher. Who I'll tell you the name. Well, I'll just say it. Yeah. His name was Mr. Mulvey. And he looked just like the old guy from he Up. He did. He just looked, he looked just and like that like guy. Him. And that movie, when did that movie come out? Uh, uh, it was after high school. Are you sure? Yeah. 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 2008. Up, up came out when I was when I was married. 2009. So, so yeah, we were yeah. well out of high school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this guy looked just like that. Yeah. And he was probably a good teacher, but like he'd have his back and like be writing on the chalkboard all the time. Yeah. And you then could just do whatever you wanted. Yeah. Like people would be like, well, just walking in and out of the class. <laughs> like I'd I think be he, like super late to class and just walk in and sit down. And he'd never notice. I think he actually thought Rody was part of our math class. Yeah. Cause Rody just was always in there coming and going. Yeah. <laughs> just, See, he was the focal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's even better when you're a substitute teacher. So after high school, I, had a year off before I was getting ready to go on my mission. And 
I became a substitute teacher. Yeah, that's just bad news. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because Fremont High School actually called me a few times. Oh, really? There was a history teacher. I can't remember his name, but he liked me. He was, and I substituted his class like three or four times. Every time he left, he always made sure they called me. I think I had you as a substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I, you might have, but I know there was one day. He was just like, hey, today's a lab day. We're going into the computer lab, so just take them in there. They, the kids know what they're doing. Just make sure there's no you know, ruckus or anything like that. And so I walk in there, and the lab teacher, whoever's over the computer lab, you know, we're trying to get in. The kids are being a little noisy, and she goes, you guys need to be quiet. And she looks over and goes, where's your teacher at? And I looked over, and I said, that's me. I'm the substitute today. And she goes, no, you're not. You're a student. Where is your teacher at? And I'm like, I'm the substitute teacher. She was getting so mad, and I finally I was like, go to the office and talk to him. I'm the substitute. And she goes, well, you need to get this class under control. And I said, they need help getting on the computers. I don't know what to do here. I said, you're the lab instructor. Why don't you help them? And she, yeah, she was not nice. I know that much, but it was hilarious because yeah, she was just like, where's your teacher? Get out of here. What are you doing? Probably didn't help your friends with all of them making them the problem. Nah, I didn't know anybody from Fremont, actually. Yeah, you did. You the only one, the only person I knew was Haley. No, you knew a couple people. <laughs> Katie. What school did you go to? I went to Weaver. Oh. You knew Katie Cummins. Yeah, but I don't think I'd ever, I never had, I don't think I ever substituted any of their classes. Yeah. Uh, I might have. So I don't know. When did you graduate? 2005. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, literally next year, <laughs> I'm back at high school substitute teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like just one of the kids, but. <laughs> uh, anyway, so where are we at in the story now? I got sidetracked with your story. Uh, at the teaching. party. With the well, we were just talking oh, yeah, about the adult party. walking yeah. in on the classrooms. So and then, he yeah. goes to call his friends, and that guy, um, Mark, oh, man, what's his name? Mark. Uh, yeah, I don't know his name. Super familiar face, though. So he's in everything. Well, I pulled up the wrong He's movie. from an old Fox show. Yeah. With the Irish one? Yeah. Oh, his name's Joe Nunez. Yeah. No, that's not him. No. He's the liquor store employee. Yeah. yeah. What is he? What is it? The one with the dad, and he's got the two kids. and Yeah, he the plays. He, yeah, the redhead Maybe. girl. Kevin Corrigan. The character's name is Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's the one hosting the party, essentially. And uh, he does not like Joe Latrulio <laughs> yeah. at all. So he like goes to take him outside and just proceeds to beat the piss out of him. Well, he punches him and he goes, oh, I am so sorry. That was just the tiger getting let out of the cage. And I apologize. <laughs> goes to give him a handshake. And he just kicks him in the yeah. ball. Yeah. And then proceeds to beat him up. And so they run inside panicked because they're like, oh, crap, we came here with that guy. And they don't like him or his friends or whatever. So we got to get out of here. And they're like just running around and um, trying to stuff just individual beer bottles into their pockets like that's gonna be enough for this party they're going to and um anyway he uh evan decides that hey i don't need the booze i'm just gonna try and you know get with whatever her name is yeah you know, jules, without yeah. getting her without getting her drunk no jules is the one jonah is after and he needs oh the yeah. Booze, yeah uh becca becca yeah. yeah and uh anyway so they uh they kind of part ways for a little bit and he goes to try to call Becca or whatever, but he has terrible reception. So he starts wandering around. He ends up in this room, which is 
the decorating for that was really weird. There's like tiger posters everywhere yeah. and stuff. It's just like a bedroom or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, a bunch of dudes walk in, of which one of them is Martin Starr. Yeah. And uh, they decide that they're going to start doing coke. coke in the room. And he's like on the phone and he can't like leave the room. Oh, he so he's just trying to like blend into the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to blend into the background. They're like, who's that guy? <laughs> I didn't see him before. Who's that guy? Oh, he's a, I know that guy. He's a so-and-so's cousin or whatever. You're the, you're the guy, the guy with the beautiful voice. They're like making sing him sing. Us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they did a few different versions of that. One of them was singing. One was rapping. And the <laughs> other one was him dancing, which later became the background screen yeah. for the menu on the DVD. Okay. Yeah. Um, but because uh, they were going to use that. And that's actually what's in the trailer as it shows him. Oh, you're that guy that dances. Dance for us. And he starts to dance. And then in the movie, he's singing. Yeah. Because I remember noticing that and thinking it was really funny in the trailer. And then it wasn't in the movie. Uh, But yeah, pretty darn funny. And uh, so he's like singing, these eyes. (laughs) 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 And uh, I like how he just goes. (laughs) Yeah, he forgets the words and he can't get through it. He's stumbling around. And they're just like singing along with him. And then finally, somebody's like... uh, uh, we got another fight out here because meanwhile, Seth's the character, Seth, Jonah Hill's character, he goes downstairs and he, no, he dances with a girl. No, first he goes downstairs. Yeah. So he goes down into the basement. No, he dances, and he he finds, dances with the girl because he has a stain on his leg and he goes downstairs to wash, to wash it, it off. Cause he goes to the bathroom to, to clean it up, but there's a line and then he goes downstairs. Yeah. And, then uh, yeah, there's right. the and then on fridge. his way back up with the laundry detergent, that's when he runs. Yeah. Into, yeah. Yeah. So, um, grounded for life. That's what it is. Ah, yes. Yes. Anyway, so Seth starts dancing with this girl and, uh, she was in a Judd Apatow show undeclared. She's like the main character in that show. So that's where she's from. But anyway, so she's in this movie and she's just this girl at the party and she starts dancing, grinding all up on on him and stuff. And he's just dancing and, you know, like. Trying, He's having a time of his life. Having a good time dancing <laughs> with this girl. And then finally she just like the song ends and she just walks away. And he goes to like, uh, he's just walking through the living room and somebody notices that there's like a weird stain on his pants. <laughs> and uh, oh. he's like, what is that? And I don't know. I don't know. What is that? And uh, there's what's hilarious is that there's that one guy with the really Southern accent. Who's, yeah. Like, after they discover what it is, he's just like, oh, I've not seen that before in my life. <laughs> but basically, they're just hey like, hey, guys. <laughs> dude, what is that? What is that? Oh, man, that's blood, dude. Were you dancing with a girl in there? Yeah, I don't why? remember bleeding oh, anywhere. Oh, man, that's blood, dude. And he runs, runs on somebody else. Why well, I'm not bleeding anywhere. How would I have blood on me? Think about it. You were dancing with a girl. And he immediately just starts to dry heave <laughs> at the realization of what's on his leg and lose it. So he tries to go to the bathroom and they're like, uh, dude, what is that? And he's trying to tell everyone that he spilled Merlot yeah. on himself. <laughs> it's Merlot. It's, it's Merlot. That's what it is. It's not, it's not blood. It's Merlot or whatever. He tries to go to the bathroom. Is this the line for the bathroom? What do you think it is? Oh, yeah. Screw me, right? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he does. He goes out to the garage to clean it up, and he comes across a fridge full of beers. And so what he does is he empties out two containers for... Like gallon jugs. Gallon tied. jugs of Tide... <laughs> laundry detergent. Laundry yeah. detergent. And 
rinses it out and then fills them with beer. He doesn't rinse it out. No, he just because he dumps he, it out and then he cracks them and puts them in. Because oh, later, right. later at the party, oh, that's right. The green he's, beer. They're Who pouring it out and beer? it's coming out like greenish blue. Yeah, or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Dude, that would kill you. I was yeah. gonna say that's like <laughs> so poisoning. Like drinking that much. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like awful. after that he's coming upstairs, and the the boyfriend of the girl confronts him like, "You danced with my girl? No. Yeah, you were. You got that. I got that. <laughs> he has blood on his pants too. That's hilarious. But that's how they discover him, you know. And so that's the fight that's erupting, and yeah. how Evan ends up getting out of the room with all the druggies, and uh, this huge fight erupts, and so they. Yeah. The girl calls the cops and they escape through the backyard or whatever and they're running and she calls the cops, walks in. Hey, I just called the cops. You might want to hide your gun. Yeah, Lord, <laughs> I just called the cops. You should hide your gun. <laughs> and uh, anyway, they're going down the street and running because the cops are coming and that's when they come across <laughs> these cops who were the same cops that picked up Fogle earlier in the film. And uh, they have then, Fogel with them. Yeah, they have Fogel with them. And since then, they've been to the well, bar, and Fogel helps them arrest that homeless yeah, guy. guy. Yeah. Well, that's when the two of them get in the fight. They start fighting, and then Michael Sarah's character accidentally push, or pushes Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Jonah Hill goes in the street and, and gets they hit him by the, the cop car. car. Because yeah. Yeah. Tr- they get called to a scene, and they're like, <laughs> God, we can't see any of the house numbers anymore. Well, we got flashlights. So they start shining it, and then they turn around and goes, Hey. And they start doing the lightsaber, lightsaber. things uh-huh. and then shining. Hey, quit shining my eyes. I can't see. Oh, I can't see either. And they just keep shining each other's eyes. And then, yeah, they end up hitting Jonah Hill. And then. Uh, uh, gets hit. What the? <laughs> well, and then they That's come the out. the second time he's been hit by a car in uh-huh. the same night. Well, and then he, uh, the police to cover it up, basically, they walk out. And he gets the finger on the road, and he licks. He goes, you boys been drinking tonight? And they all of a sudden get super serious. <laughs> they get all super serious. No, no, we haven't. Get on the ground right now. Has them both on the ground. Hands on the ground. Spread your stuff. Spread them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy Andrews' character, like, pulls a 180. Yeah. It's uh-huh. really so scary serious. all of a sudden. Um, anyway, and McFogel's <laughs> just in the car just smoking. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he's just smoking. And a then cigarette. he realizes what's and he going on. Wa- well, he gets out of the car and he like flicks the cigarette, yeah. and like it goes into slow motion as they all kind of see each other there. Yeah, and all of a sudden Evan just like gets up and runs. <laughs> like he just I like takes the cut scene because it's just it goes back to normal and it's all quiet and it's just him running. Yeah, and everyone's just like he just stands huh. up and you just hear this. Like his feet taken <laughs> off in the distance. And uh, so they go after him or whatever, and I guess Evan escapes. Yeah. Or Seth escapes yeah, Seth, somehow. Seth Rogen runs after him, and then he can't catch up to him. Finally, he just stops. Oh and God. he's just like, oh, he's, uh, the uh, <laughs> he's the fastest kid alive. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just throw up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's a drag star. <laughs> well, and that's, and then, yeah, McLovin ends up taking off with the other guy, and yeah, he leaves with Bill Hader's gone. McLovin, where are you going? Why are you running? Yeah. <laughs> and he grabs all the booze out of the back of the car uh-huh. or whatever. And, uh, yeah, they split up. How did they just meet back up? Well, around the block or something? Michael Sarah's character's uh, hiding in bushes, 
And Seth he Rogen's, runs out and they run well, into Seth each other. Rogen's sitting there and he's like, I know how to get him out. Starts firing guns in the air. <laughs> and he's like, it's going to scare him right on out. <laughs> and then it cuts off to his character and he's in this bushes just, oh my gosh, they're shooting people. What are we going to do? And then he finally decides to run for it. He pops out of the bushes and runs into them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, go run. And they have the alcohol now. So they get on a bus where they run into the bum who has now yeah. also escaped. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. McMuffin, <laughs> <laughs> which that guy he uh has been in quite a few uh Apatow things also actually. okay so hmm. let me look it up i know that he's in freaks and geeks he is who's he in freaks and geeks so in freaks and geeks he's in exactly one episode and it's okay. an early one it's when um they have the party at the greer's house oh, okay and james franco invites he says it's like his cousin or uncle or something like that and some friends hmm. and there's like the old guys that show up to the party oh, okay. he's one of those guys huh. he's the one who knows james franco essentially and then i feel like i saw him in something else i'm pulling it up right now clement blake is his name oh he's been in quite a few things walk hard the dewey cox story i feel like i saw him That's in something else in the movie. background yeah i wonder if he's in Undeclared. Oh, yep. He was in Undeclared also as mm. some character named Antonio. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Because those are both Apatow projects also. He's a homeless guy in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Hmm. He's got the look for it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, that scene is cool. And then they do that like kind of cool shot scene where the gold slick vodka gets yeah. thrown through the air because that's what they're fighting over. Yeah. The, the bum. The bum sees alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And he's like give me that booze. And he like goes to grab it and they fighting over it and it goes flying through the air. And that's the, the booze that Becca wanted. Yeah. And so the Michael Sarah's character like dives to try to save it, but he can't reach it in time. And it like smashes yeah. on the bus and the, the driver immediately screeches to a halt. <laughs> get off my bus. <laughs> <laughs> so they get off and the bum doesn't have to get off for some reason, but yeah. they all get off. And finally they make it to the party. Um, I like how uh, they get in there. Evan, no, not Evan. Seth. Yeah, um, isn't it Seth? I keep getting their names backwards. Um, but uh, Jonah is Seth. Yeah, Jonah Hill, Seth. So uh, they get the beer, and uh, then they're like, "Oh yeah, the alcohol's here," and like, "Yeah, everyone, Seth got the beer," and some guy goes, "Who's Seth?" He goes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's I just think they're like drinking and they're like, let's do one to Seth. Who's Seth? And then he's like, let's yeah. do another one to me. Yeah. At one point, he just immediately starts getting drunk and like super yeah. hammered. Yeah. Um, this is, in my opinion, the kind of the most awkward part of the movie. Yeah. Because it's got like that scene where um, Michael Sarah goes to the bathroom to just start drinking a ton to try yeah, to get drunk. Because the because girl Becca's he likes drunk, is drunk and he doesn't want to be sober and getting with her while she's drunk. Yeah, and then, um, but Jonah Hill's character Seth, he just assumes that Jules is drinking, so he's yeah. going to drink to get with her. But she's not drinking because it's her party, and she doesn't want her house to get all messed up or whatever. Yeah. And uh, or she doesn't drink, but wanted to have a fun party or whatever. Yeah, and um, yeah, he goes in to kiss her and. Just that is her. hilarious. Yeah, he starts to like cry. He's crying. Well, he's at the crying. Car. Well, because he does kiss her, 
professes his love to her. Yeah, and she, she kind of just rejects him. Away. him. Yeah, yeah, just you know, nicely rejects him, and then yeah, he's crying, and she comes over to apologize, and all of a sudden he just kind of passes out right in front of her and <laughs> knocks her right in the head. Yeah. What right the? F- <laughs> <laughs> And he's just face down in the driveway. He just he just sitting there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And um, yeah, there's a really awkward scene where with Evan and Becca. Yeah, where she's they're gonna maybe get together or whatever, and she ends up throwing up on the. Yeah, and it's awkward, yeah. but you can. He's trying to get out of it. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah, because so, he wasn't able yeah. to get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he he's trying to get out of it, and she ends up getting sick and tells him to go get the friend and one of the funniest things in my opinion in the whole movie is he goes to put his shirt back on and his head gets stuck in the sleeve hole and he's just like this weird like he's like struggling and just wiggling his head and his arms around to try to get the shirt back on he can't get it on it's like when a little kid is putting their clothes on and they get stuck in their own clothes so funny um oh man that is hilarious and then it cuts over to Vogel, who's getting with mm-hmm. the girl that he likes from school, which is the redheaded girl who's wearing the black yeah. thong and the white pants. And uh, <laughs> I like how he's just staring at her the whole time walking yeah. down the hall at school. Yeah. And then she turns, around, she turns around. She turns around. It's 1035. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? And he just turns around and walks the opposite direction. And then it cuts scenes back to him telling the story. And he, oh, I told her the time, I told her man. what time it was. <laughs> And then what's his name? Oh, dude, we just need to hear that story again. I can't wait for you to... Will you tell that again right now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. There was... Oh, man. There was one other funny thing I wanted to jump back to, and now I can't remember what it was. Yeah, then the the same cops show up to break up the party because they're looking for McLovin. Yeah. And then uh, they end up taking McLovin out. Making him look well, like that's when they a, that's when they find out who he really is. Yeah. Well, no, they know who he is. But yeah. They just wanted the high school, the younger generation, the big treasure the, chest. That's what I wanted to touch on. Oh yeah. So yeah, the the re so <laughs> Jonah Hill's character doesn't like Becca, the girl. Who oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan likes Michael Sarah's character likes. And finally, and the he's reason like, dude, why? Because, yeah, why don't me why? Like <laughs> and it's because when they were in like third grade or fourth grade or something, she got him in trouble because he was drawing these pictures of massive dogs. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> wieners Penises all the everywhere. time. Yeah. And to be fair, they're pretty funny pictures. Like yeah. as a Power Ranger, yeah. And he like recreates. I don't remember. This one might have been in the credits, but there's one where you've recreated that picture from China where that guy is standing on, alone in the street in front of the tank. Yeah, but it's. A dick instead. Yeah. And American and, uh, Gothic and, uh, yeah. Yeah, a ton of stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, basically he's hiding them because people will think it's weird, yeah. you know, and putting them in his Power Rangers lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he drops, the, this kid walks by and calls him an idiot or something like yeah, that. Yeah, smacks, like, smacks his book blinded. and knocks his stuff all on the ground and it hits her foot and she picks it up. And screams, obviously, tells the teacher yeah. he gets in trouble and just shows him, like, eating one of his pictures. <laughs> so he doesn't get caught with it. Then he has to go to a therapy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, he, uh-huh. then he couldn't have any uh, dick-shaped foods. You know how <laughs> hard kind of foods are shaped like dicks? <laughs> the best kinds! <laughs> it shows kids eating, like, popsicles. Hot dogs, uh-huh. popsicles, everything. <laughs> so well, funny. Well, that's funny. The same kid who pushed his stuff off the desk Later in the lunchroom, 
Uh, oh, he's yeah, sitting there eating lunch. Down, the yeah. same kid walks up <laughs> and does the exact the same thing. So <laughs> that scene where the girl picks up the picture and mm-hmm. looks at it. So I guess that was like one of the hardest scenes in the movie to shoot because you can't you can't show have her a little looking girl at that, that picture. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, they have a picture with just a random drawing on it or something for the girl to pick up and look at and then it shows the picture with hands holding it but the hands are actually of like a tiny asian woman that's awesome (laughs) they were like your hands look like a little kid's hands so why have you hold this piece of paper but you can tell they're not her hands like if you i mean it's only on screen for a second so you miss it but like they were talking about it in the commentary so i was like watching it as it unfolded Yeah. yeah you could totally tell yeah and um they're not her hands or whatever and I guess because of th- that scene, they had to like storyboard out the entire thing, and they were like arguing over shots and what they can do and what they can't. And they had like somebody there from you know like practices and television yeah. or whatever to like make sure that they didn't do anything illegal, essentially. Yeah. And the, a similar thing happened too with the scene where Fogel is uh, right before. Fogel and that girl get interrupted in the bedroom when the cops come oh. in because they can't show any like moving around or anything because yeah. he was only 17 at the time. Yeah. By the time the movie came out, he was 18, but when they were filming it, he was 17 and she was older. And so they can't do anything illegal. You know yeah. what I mean? So like apparently people were just like pouring over that footage, like oh, from like the parental guidance association and yeah. the lawyers and stuff, like making sure that nothing, <laughs> you know, questionable was happening essentially. Hmm. But I guess it was like a huge, you know, massive deal, even though it's like, you know, a fictional movie. These are obviously actors. Nothing's actually happening, but they're like, no, you can't simulate anything. Like (laughs) this has to be clean as a whistle or whatever, you know, but I guess those two scenes were the ones they had the most problems with. Yeah. Understand it. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, There's another thing uh, when they do, so the cops show up, right? Yeah. And they bust up the party. I don't know why they show up. Somebody calls eventually or something. but Probably they, a complaint. Yeah, they show up. Um, Seth decides that he's going to save Evan, who is now drunk and passed <laughs> before, out. Before that, though, when they first kick in the door, when everyone realizes cops are there, like there's the bully or whatever, the school bully, that's picking on the two main kids in the beginning. He goes... Freaking pig and spits on. Uh, well, that's Will. actually after. Is it after? Yeah, that's oh. when they're they, taking Fogel to the yeah, car. Yeah, when they take oh, okay. Fogel to the car. Yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. That's one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well then, continue with. So the cops show up at this party. Seth picks up Evan. He's gonna save him because he's his best friend. Even though yeah. they're fighting and having a hard time or whatever, so they're leaving and uh, he runs out the back and everyone's like, "What are you doing? Yeah, watch out!" And he's like, "I'm saving Evan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm saving. I get you home." Uh, and um, anyway, they they are breaking up the party, and at one point, Bill Hader's just dancing in the living room and drinking some of the beer, and <laughs> After they're like, all the kids everybody to get out of here. <laughs> and they go upstairs and discover Fogel is about to sleep with this girl from his yeah. school or whatever. That he promised and to take to Hawaii, where McLovin's from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where his fake ID is from. And so she leaves. She runs out screaming or whatever, yeah. grabs her stuff from the bathroom and bounces, and... Again, Bill Hader gets really upset at Fogel. He's like, why did you run away from us? You ran away. You hurt our feelings. Like He's just getting like super upset about all of this. And uh, anyway, Fogel's just like, you know, telling him like, hey, I'm sorry. You know, I was just, it was scary in the moment. And I'm just a kid or whatever. And then 
they decide that it wasn't that big a deal and they're going to leave or whatever. And, yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're well, now, they feel bad because they ruined his chances of getting with this girl. and <laughs> We blocked his cock. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't be blocking him. We should be guiding him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got to help him get to, you know, basically it's macho on his back or whatever. We yeah. got to help prove to everybody that he's cool. So they handcuff him and they're leaving and he's just like, yeah, that's right, you stupid pigs. I've messed you guys up or whatever. Ah, I'm an animal or whatever. And yeah. he's like freaking out, like yeah, acting like this super tough guy and the cops are doing a good job of like, you know, like making sure they're Watch like, out, this guy's crazy. Watch out, this guy's crazy. He's, he's an animal or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? He's, he doesn't say he's a crazy person and that girl is outside yeah. with her friend now and she's just like, he was going to take me to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the kids. Um, actually, oh, what's that guy's name? His name is Clark something. Man, I was just talking about this with somebody earlier today. Um, there's an actor who's at the party. Um, he's from Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the kid, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the kid from Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, his name's Clark something or another. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Hold up. Yeah, he was in the office. Yeah, yeah, and he played a character mm-hmm. named Clark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. There's so many people in this movie. Uh, he was the kid from Clark this. Duke. Yeah. Um, he. Yeah, so he's in this movie, and he's the one who said, "Man, Fogel's a an a animal." Badass, a, yeah. yeah, Fogel's a badass, and um, then that dude, the bully, spits on the cop. Yeah. And Bill Hader takes his nightstick out and just smacks him in the right. face with it. It's so good. Anyway, if you pay attention during the party scene, that guy, Clark, mm-hmm. he's in multiple of the scenes yeah. taking place at the same time, both inside and outside the house. Huh. So if... I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So he basically throws off the timeline of the party and huh. like when things are happening. Because I guess when they were filming that day, he was just like, oh, I'm just going to get as much screen time as possible. So he just kept moving from place <laughs> to place to place. Well, it's funny because he was kind of an up and coming actor and he was in that. That's uh, a really early thing for him. Yeah. He was in, just in uh, Sex Drive uh, right before this or about the same time. Maybe, but maybe he was just super bad in 2007 so he was in sex drive right after this oh, okay right after um so before this he was on a show called clark and michael campus I, ladies i didn't know if he did an episode of csi i wondered if they were just trying to get him screen mm. time because he's a familiar face or something hearts of fire this is like his this is like his first this is his first movie mm. he did a few tv series and then oh, okay yeah hmm. um Anyway, yeah, he throws off, I guess, the whole timeline of the party because he's, like, inside the house with Seth, and then he's outside when Evan is talking to (laughs) Becca and hanging out with Gabby, and then he's back inside the house in the background (laughs) drinking with Danny McBride, and then he's, like, back outside again. You know what I mean? Like, he's in, like, every room of the house at all times. (laughs) So... Maybe they're triplets. Maybe he's hopped up time machine (laughs) in the heck out of that party. It might be. Anyway, uh, cops take Fogel away, and then they go to this parking lot, <laughs> and they play Panama by Van Halen, and they're yeah. just driving this car around <laughs> wrecking it finally, um, and they dump a bunch of like alcohol all over it, and Seth Rogen goes to throw the Molotov cocktail at the car to set it on fire, and he misses the car. Yeah. And so they CGI the glass breaking and the f- 
flames on the hood of the car at first, oh, and then it cuts okay. away. And I was then like, I don't they remember did the flames him practically after that. Yeah. yeah, so they fix it CGI wise. But if you knowing that next time you watch it, you can tell it's like super fake because the bottle <laughs> is like way high when it breaks. Yeah, like it doesn't hit anything, and then you can kind of see it behind the car, like hit the ground under the car, huh? Like behind it because he he totally misses it. I like how uh, Fogel asks if he can hold their gun, and he's like, "Hold it, you can shoot it," and he gets in his hand. He's like, <laughs> like totally what a kid would do yeah and well, i love time. how he shoots it once and then he gets all excited and then he turns it gangster style and just <laughs> starts <laughs> popping it off gangster style <laughs> oh man that's too funny those cop characters really are pretty hilarious yeah um they're at the bar and uh drinking and telling the story about bill Hader's wife and how he met her you don't want to meet a girl at a bar or whatever yeah. you know and uh Somebody comes on on the radio and he goes to turn it off and it's like, oh, there's so much blood. He turns around and turns his radio off. (laughs) Well, and then funny, minute later, they're like, oh, man, we got to go. Oh, we got to call. We can't pay for these beers. 10-4, we'll be right there. (laughs) For the road? (laughs) Gets to walk up and he goes, should we get a beer for the road? Stands up. We need 13 more, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So... Uh, Seth carries Evan to safety. They end up going yeah. home and uh, basically professing their undying love of friendship for one another. Yeah. Fall asleep, wake up the next morning, realize what they did was like super uncomfortable. So he's like, your mom has nice boobs and he leaves. <laughs> 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 and then they end up going to the store or to the mall because yeah. um, Evan needs to buy a new comforter for college. And they run into the girls there because Becca threw up on... On the bed sheets. On the of, bed sheets of Emma Stone's character. And so they need to buy new ones. And she needs to buy a cover-up for this giant black eye <laughs> that she got from Jonah Hill headbutting her. And they decide to go their separate ways. And there's kind of this, like... With the girls or whatever. Yeah, yeah there's kind off. of this moment on the escalator where they're basically Separating. symbolizing them growing apart. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the whole thing is Evan's ready to, like, move on and, you know, grow and stuff. The Seth character is not willing to let go of his best friend. Yeah. That he's going to lose him to go to this other school. Anyway, that's super bad, and it's really good. Zach and is the, awesome. The whole awkward moment at the end. Yeah, I got your, I got your digits. Got your personal information. I'll, uh, I'll call you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your best friends. Of course you have each other's numbers. <laughs> I'll have your people call my people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do agree with you that the Michael Sarah character is extremely like awkward in the movie. Yeah. But I feel like if you're casting Michael Sarah, that's probably what you want. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen Arrested Development? Yeah. No, actually, no, I'm not. Oh, it's oh, good. No. That show is really good. The first, first like, four seasons. No, I think no there's only there's four, four all together. But yeah, it's the like the first two or two three seasons. Yeah. 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 No, I mean. This movie is what it is for what it's worth. Will I watch it again? No. Did I enjoy it both times? I laughed here and there, but for the most part, by the end of it, I was like, ah. Like, I even fell asleep watching it today. That's yeah, not saying anything. You fall asleep watching everything. <laughs> hence, hence the reason why my wife was actually texting back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to organize when we're getting together to record this episode, and Zach's wife is just giving me up all the business about yeah. it. <laughs> I saw that. It was after all the messages come through, and I saw it, and it was like, at first I was like, oh, we might not be recording tonight. And then I was like, oh, it's Kara. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I assumed that she was just messing with me the whole time. Yeah. No, I... 
It's not good. I'm sorry. Well, Majority overrules. It I... was excellent. Excellent. <laughs> You're outvoted, Zach. <laughs> I laughed at a few things. Like I said, if it weren't a for the things, that's most of the movie. If man. it weren't for the two cops, this wouldn't. It wouldn't have been good. I, don't know. I think there's a lot of great one-liners and mm-hmm. the back and forth between the main characters. I think is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great dialogue. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to plug our stuff? Yeah. We are on Instagram. Follow us at Excellent Movie Adventures, and you can send us messages there or on email, excellentmovieadventures.com. At gmail.com. Yeah. Or yeah. Duck. Or at gmail.com. We don't have our Excellent own website. Excellent Movie Adventures at gmail.com. I'm a little tired. <laughs> In a little bit. And um, we're on Twitter, Excellent Movie Pod. And then you can follow Pickle and Zach on stuff. At Pix Adventures and. At Z Van Beacom. And that's all. Find yep. us on Facebook. Oh, yeah, Facebook. St- Facebook, yep. Instagram, all that fun stuff. Yep. Come and say hi. Send us a message if you want us to review something. Tell uh, us. I think we're pretty good us. about getting to reviews. Yeah. Don't you guys yeah. think so? I mean, yeah. we, we have some in the bag we still need to get to, but we do take them seriously when we read all the mail that we get because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of it. So <laughs> it's pretty easy to do. It's a lot of hate mail about Zach. <laughs> there has not been one hate mail about me. I Dude, delete I them before actually, you see them. <laughs> it's, that's not true. I would love <laughs> it's, for us to get like enough mail that we start to garnish hate yeah. mail because I would just read it on on the podcast. Well, it's, it's funny, actually. So my buddy, we're at work, God, what, Wednesday or Thursday, and he goes, leans over, he, we're getting ready to leave for the morning, and he's like, hey, I need some good podcasts. What's a good podcast? And I'm like, you could listen to mine. And he goes, oh, fine, I will listen to an episode. <laughs> you should have just said, this one's really good. I really like well, it. And I, just not said it was yours. I, uh, I kept... Well, they know it's mine because I kept telling, I tell them all the time, hey, listen Uh to this podcast, listen to ours. So anyways, he chooses the bad boys one (laughs) (laughs) and he calls me afterwards and he's like, I'm like, so what you think? And he goes, it's not bad. He's like, I I realize it's just you and your buddies just getting around talking about some movies and go, yep. And he goes. Although they do like to give you a lot of crap, don't they? And I said, yep, listen to more. That's the majority of it is I get a lot of crap. <laughs> it's just because you say all your crap off the mic. <laughs> I just I just thought it was pretty funny. He's like, yeah, I can, you, you get a lot of flack, don't you? <laughs> you just Maybe. Make, you make it so easy. <laughs> Anyways, don't do what we do. Be excellent to each other, and we will see you next week. Right? Right. Right. Excellent! Bye! Ciao!